Welcome to this week's episode of the PTA, which is in session with the lovely Hanley Bradley, who is talking all about the upcoming collection for the Silver Springs World, Silver Skates, and of course her book Ember, as well as much more. As usual, please rate, review and subscribe. Welcome to the PTA, Hanley. Do you want to introduce yourself, say a little bit about who you are, what you write, and so on? Um, yeah, sure. So I'm Hanley Bradley, <laughs> and um, which is weird because, well, Hanley's such a weird name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. Uh, <laughs> I think it's such a cool name. I suddenly realised introducing this podcast. I was like, gosh, I, I, we've obviously been communicating on Facebook and everything, and I hadn't asked <laughs> how you pronounced it and I was like now I've got it right it's good <laughs> yeah it's, it is a bit of a bizarre one <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter who you talk to either like whether they're people from like England or if they're people from America or anywhere they're always like so how do I say that and I'm like don't know I made it up <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's great <laughs> so yeah I'm Hanley Bradley I am a British author I write quite a lot of different things to be fair like so uh reverse terrain, lots of that I mean why choose yeah, exactly why, choose? why why would you have to choose between a whole bookshelf of different characters when you could just put them all into one book <laughs> yeah exactly I mean I that I will definitely be asking you who's in your harem oh goodness on. that'd be amazing <laughs> I'm gonna be like thinking about it for hours <laughs> I know, if I just give you a heads up, because uh, I ambushed an author who came on a couple of weeks ago, and she said, God, I can't choose. <laughs> it is difficult. I can easily, yeah, there's, there's a few I can think of, but that is hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I've, I've told you, I've been just literally in all your backlist the whole weekend, and it's, you write a lot of sort of quite a diverse range of books, to say yeah, the least. There's- there is a variety that's for sure um, so I, I love anything paranormal um I abs- I'm obsessed yeah. with vampires like I always have been since I was little like when I was a teenager watching like Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> I mean Buffy the Vampire Slayer is just great I mean it's which I think for me what got me into it was um vampire Diaries, <gasps> oh my god <laughs> And the originals. I had a thing for Claus. Oh my god! Just like oh, oh no, Klaus, Klaus is Klaus is mine. Um, are we going to be fighting <laughs> about mean, this? Mate, he's just so, oh, he's just so nice. He's like, oh, it's his accent. It is, it is his accent. It's his, it's, it's, it's his accent, and the way he acts as well. The arrogance. It's just sort of he, and, and, yeah, oh, the arrogance. He is the old. Oh, well, he. Yeah, sorry. Go on. <laughs> no, no, what go, he go. Says to Caroline when he's like. He can be your first love, but I'll be your last. <laughs> and it's just like, take yeah. me there, take me. That's it. I'm like, I will be yours forever. Why are you saying this? I'll be, take yeah. Me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's sort of like you might be saying this to Caroline, but you're actually saying exactly. it to me. It's like when people say, so who's that alpha male that got you that sort of corrupted you <laughs> for everyone else? It's, yeah. <laughs> I can I can vouch for that one. <laughs> so yeah, definitely vampires. Um, I also I love anything that kind of like pulls at your heartstrings. So my alpha readers hate me because they say like <laughs> I I make them cry. <laughs> They're like you made me cry, and I'm like good. 
and they're like <laughs> but that's but that's that's good that's that's what you need to do as an author you need to get people you need to get the tears coming Absolutely. out if you don't make someone cry then you fail you have for readers say you make them cry because it's <laughs> it's that's the whole point of romance i think is um having that all that emotion before you get a nice happy ending Definitely. i don't know no, i don't I totally agree with that. so i just yeah I just thought, so just a little fun thing before we get started. What five things would you bring to a desert island? One of them has to be a book and you can't bring your Kindle. <laughs> has to be. Can I just bring five books? <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually know. One of them would definitely have to be like um, my dogs. But that's kind of two things. Because they definitely, I think they'd love a desert island. Oh, I think, and they'd be really useful as well, because I swear in those sort of castaway films, you've always got a dog, or like, they, it's like, what was there was a book or something, that this guy got cast away and he had a dog, but it was his only company, I remember, but yeah, your dog should come along with you. It was, because there was that big one, Castaway, that big film Castaway, where he ended up having a ball. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, that film was literally called Castaway, and he literally just had this ball, and he—I don't even remember what he called it, but it was just—that was his friend, and I was like, "That's too desperate. I'm taking my dogs." <laughs> so, so Manny and Missy—that would definitely be one and two. So then, what else? Um, chocolate, like a year's supply of chocolate. Chocolate is essential. <laughs> do you do you want to introduce your dogs first, though? Because I mean, we are British. Oh yeah, that's true. And dogs are very important and I feel like you're really <laughs> it's very true you can't go wrong with telling people about your dogs so Manny and Missy they are two um Staffordshire terriers they are absolutely pains in the bums but they're very cute and <laughs> they are lovable very lovable. lovable Missy jumps up all the time and is hyperactive Aww. and Manny's getting old what a sweetheart so he's, he's a little bit grumpy <laughs> he's just a grumpy exactly. old man and he's got he's got to that age now where he's like i can do anything i want and if you tell me off i don't care <laughs> i love that what um, staffages so they're, they're absolutely beautiful oh. staffies but um manny was a rescue dog so he's got um that's part of the reason why he's so moody he's got that kind of well my life's not always been easy so i'm going to make you feel guilty about it <laughs> well i kind of respect yeah, me too that's <laughs> I think I think yeah, that's deserved. Um, so yeah, chocolate. I mean, chocolate is essential. Lifetime supply of chocolate to keep you going Definitely. on the island. Um, what else? What book oh, would you be taking that's with so you? That's so difficult, though, isn't it? Because it changes all the time. I don't like. You probably as much as I'd want to take what I'm reading right now. The truth is, I probably would be better to take something that I could reread a thousand times and still love it. So like, so maybe um, North and South by Elizabeth Gaskell. So that's actually like. It's really it's such an old book, but I love it. Um, it's such a good book. Um, they had it, yeah, they had it on offer for our English A level. No way! School, I I'm remember. So <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't end up doing English in the end, but I read North and South, and it was so oh good. My gosh. It was my yeah. my brother's an English teacher, and uh, he'd never read it, and he had not. He yeah, never I know, read right? it. How is that? You're insane. So anyway, he literally was. He said to me what do you mean about this book? And I was like, I was, I was like, you need to read it. It's amazing. And especially right now with like Brexit and this whole thing where everyone talks about there's like this North and South divide. I was like, it's never been more relevant. Like, because I mean, it is so relevant. I mean, just look at sort of, I mean, if any, if you meet anyone from Manchester, they'll be like, well, we've been in lockdown since we haven't left lockdown. Exactly. And 
Where are you? Wait, where are you based? So, where are you based in the country again? Because I couldn't work out if you're in Der- Derbyshire or London. Yeah, so or... I'm in Derbyshire. I was I was born in Scotland and I moved down to Dorset. Yeah. And then my dad, because <laughs> growing up, I spent most of my time between Dorset and London because my dad was London, sort of Surrey, Kent oh. sort of area. And then now we all randomly decided to move up north. <laughs> well, people tell me this isn't north. Apparently, we're in the middle of the country. Like, no, it's yeah, Midlands. exactly. But it's Midlands, it's north. definitely Midlands. Everything <laughs> north of the beach is, is north. <laughs> I know you couldn't get further from the beach in Derbyshire, no, could you? There is no beach here, but there are lovely lakes. <laughs> Do you want to just summarize north and south in case people haven't okay, heard of it? So it's basically it's like a historical drama i guess and um the main character margaret is uh from the south like me and uh and it's excelled yes, up north she's had to go up north because her father's a bit well her father's going through some form of midlife crisis i suppose and, um, and then, so they've gone up north it's 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 the sort of what is victorian victorian midlife yeah. crisis it's, it's completely it's it's beyond it's like beyond crazy and you just think she's there going i don't know why i'm here but i am and she doesn't understand any of the customs she doesn't like for example she meets this guy who's like all proud and a little bit like mr darcy and um, and he goes to shake her hand and she just looks at his hand in horror because from her perspective, guys do not shake your hand. You're a lady. They, they should kiss your hand or... They some... have... Kiss your hand or... Exactly. Like, I mean, come on. Sense. She's like, this does not happen. What is he doing? So she's all affronted. And he's affronted because she's refused his hand. So all in all, they've both offended each other. And it's it's kind of like all the way through the book, it's about how these two people offend each other because they don't understand each other. And I just think it's beautiful because that's actually how life is. If you don't understand people, you'll you'll treat them yeah. badly by accident. Well, it's I swear a lot of the conflict comes from people just not understanding or not wanting to listen or just being affronted. Absolutely. And <laughs> you really can't go wrong with a bit of conflict. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so what would the last thing you'd bring to Ireland before good question. we move on? Um, let's think. One last thing. Can I bring a fox? My dogs would probably scream and like bark at it, but I really like foxes. <laughs> yeah, bring a bring a fox. I mean, such it's... a weird thing to bring. But... I mean, I mean, oh, what shampoo? Could... I don't know you could train it. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give a shampoo or a fox. <laughs> one of one of the two. I mean, a fox would be quite. It cool, would. I, I think it would be adorable. It probably would have fleas though, so maybe it isn't a good idea. <laughs> Or maybe, or maybe it's like one of those nice, you know, shifter yeah. boxes. Yeah, but... one of those. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> one of those. Okay, so um, now we're yeah, just going to talk a bit about you and your books. So, yeah, do you want to just talk a bit about sort of like writing? I know you've written a lot of books and you've got Ember, obviously, coming out yeah. um... next week. But it's there. Uh, so, like, what's the your favorite i mean it's probably like trying to ask what your favorite child <laughs> is bit, yeah. but... <laughs> so i love lupine i keep i call it lupine even though to me it should be lupin but all we use the american spelling lupine is so, so good it was one of those where it ended up being lupine but you absolutely I know, right? using american spelling <laughs> well, i normally write in 
English and well, in UK English but um because it's mm. a shared universe we all had to kind of like behave <laughs> and um and so it was felt wrong <laughs> and there's so many times where my my alpha readers point something out to me and I'm like no that's got to be spelled like that because they're American <laughs> are your are your alpha readers um from the UK or are they from so America? I have I have a combination because I I know that some of the times I need the Americans to point something out to me and sometimes I need the British people to point something out to me so I try and keep a variety <laughs> in the in the group <laughs> So that's so fair. So yeah, so Lupine. I mean, Lupine's great. I sort of. Do you want to describe Lupine? Um, in case anyone. I mean, if you haven't read it, you should read it. But we're going to operate off yes. a basis so, of zero knowledge here. <laughs> so it's um, it's about wolf shifters, and um, it's based in Silver Springs, and which is a small little paranormal town where supernatural people live with, nor- like normal people as well, and um. One of I have this location in the in the universe which has is the orphanage, and the main character Lupine she lives at the orphanage and she grew up there and was an orphan and um, is now managing the orphanage and has to deal with all the drama and trouble that the children cause, which makes for the comedy value of it because they're hilarious. Like you have angels on the rooftops <laughs> and and witches hiding keys and all sorts of crazy drama I know it's just so much it's just so much fun I just think the creativity in Lupine is um is yeah it's just great it does get a bit crazy there are a few moments with pigs that are really weird um, and it's gonna get weirder because um I actually decided recently that I would take part in a um, anthology and I was thinking what can I write for it and I thought you know what I'm just gonna write a bonus story for Lupine and I was like do you know what I can write about I'm gonna. I, I found this on the internet. This is. I don't know how I did this, but I was searching for pigs because a lot of the pranks that happen in Lupine have something to do with pigs. <laughs> I found an image that is. It is like a penis pig, like so. a penis pig. I'm sorry, that's just giving me like really bad connotations for our political parties right now. That I really do I know, like right? Exactly. This is it. This is literally it. It looks like a pig. The shape of a pig with pig legs and a pig tail, but it it looks like a penis, and it has it is it is quite something. <laughs> so is it is it is it a pig dildo basically? No, I don't think it is. It literally looks like a walking pig. <laughs> so <laughs> it was it was the weirdest thing ever. I don't know how I found it. It's like those awful Google searches that just go crazy. And um, so oh my god, people should not look in awful Google searches. I think people would know, be arrested. Right? Like, I don't know. And the police will come calling. <laughs> and um, um, yeah so I saw this pig and I was like dick pig and I was like that's what it is it's it's dick pig and I was like what am I gonna do with that I've got to do something so now I'm gonna have um Castalia who's one of the orphans um turn all of Lupine's um harem into like um dick pigs (laughs) just for the fun of it I was like yeah let's write that oh that'll be so much fun I just think it's just yeah I just that's what I loved about one of the things I loved about Lupine is using yeah pigs as a prank because it's just it's just such a sort of thing you'd go you just can't go wrong like on one side they're cute but they're also really ugly so that's that's gonna happen but um at the moment there's like 
two there's one book and then there's like a sequel and then there's like two bonus books so like it's quite it's constantly growing because I can never I just can't put the characters down either um I just when did how did the characters sort of come to you I don't know you know so we had when when um when we first started we were told we needed to think of a flower to choose our main character and lupine well lupins are my favorite flowers so lupins lupins definitely lupins not those lupines they're not lupines (laughs) (laughs) and then so they're my favorites so I was like I know I don't know why because when I when I first read lupine I was thinking oh this is going to have something to do with um wolves and you know werewolves and stuff like that but but when you say lupin it's sort of no that sounds like quite a feminine name it does doesn't it so. It does. I fully agree. With yeah, you. it's bizarre because um, when I like, cause that was the other bonus about having it be about wolves was that with the name it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? But um, no, I, yeah, I just love it. And I, like the guys, I don't know why, but I was just like, I think I'm going to bring the mafia to town. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> that's pretty much the only thought I had. I was like, princess, mafia, yes. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that's what's just so great. I mean, not just about Lupine, but it's sort of like that whole world. Is it's just so fun. It's just got all these crazy, wacky things that yeah. happen in it. Um, it's so just exa- it's, yeah. I guess it's exactly like the rest of the series because, like, I mean, Eva Delaney wrote about um, wrote about like dildo dildo shifters, which is just like absurd. <laughs> 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 that was that I mean the whole series of um of the second series in Silver Springs which was called Spell Library um is off the wall crazy and I can honestly say the third series um takes it to a whole new level <laughs> well I've just been reading Winter and I'm sorry I I don't know god I can cut everything out of this if it is too spoilery but <laughs> <laughs> like ice ice shifters yes I was just sort of just trying to wrap my head around how that would work. I have and... no clue. Yeah, there's like um... a scene. There's like <laughs> I, I, there's like a scene with Ember in it, and there's just ice shifters sitting around, and I'm like, what? <laughs> how does that make sense? <laughs> there's literally just an ice block sat there. <laughs> they react to something, and they just turn into an ice block, and you're just like, that's that is totally wacky and crazy. Something I don't. I mean, I mean, I mean. How would you respond to that if you sort of if this guy was trying to flirt with you and he suddenly turns into an ice block? He doesn't know how to handle his emotions. <laughs> there there like... is no reaction to that. Chin on floor. <laughs> like... <laughs> Just be like, as you were. That's yeah, exactly. There is no sarcastic comeback to that. What got you into writing? Uh, I don't know. Like. I guess the first time I really enjoyed writing was when I was writing, it comes back to English class actually, um, writing a, a short story for Jack the Ripper. That was quite enjoyable. <laughs> a bit strange. Oh, I can imagine that being that oh. very dark, but quite sort of Yeah, definitely. Very dark. Like you, It was like one of those scenes where he's about to hurt her too. So like you're like building up this tension all the time and it was it was insane, but I loved it. And then after that, I had an obsession with Harry Potter all through my childhood. And uh, I decided it'd be fun to write some Harry Potter fan fiction as a teenager. I was a geek. Oh, <laughs> I love that. So, no, no. So, I mean, I never... I. I never sort of went into the whole fan fan fiction thing per se, but it's sort of like it's just I don't know what sort of fan fiction were you writing? So for Harry I hated Potter? the fact that Lily and James's story was never like fully like delved into. Like 
there were so many gaps that were yeah. left unsaid and I was just like I'm gonna write their story so I did <laughs> all the way through from like year one of, of Hogwarts through to year seven I was like I really am sad <laughs> I, I'm no I love that though I feel that's when I feel that if one of your readers were to say right I'm writing a fan fiction about <laughs> Lupine you'd probably be really buzzed you'd be like yes you're getting into you want, the story and it's you really exciting there is fan there is fan fiction yeah. about Silver Springs there really is. Oh, is that wow? That that to be fair, that does not surprise me. I mean, it's just such a fantastic world. <laughs> when is. they told us what they were doing, we um, because we I don't even know how we found out, but we got I think someone sent a link to something to one of the other authors, and we were just like, we've got to encourage this. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> so, so now some of the readers are like doing all sorts of fun stuff with it, and it, it, it's just lovely that that's literally sort of peak reader engagement Definitely. with your that's stories. when you know you've like you've arrived somewhere because people love your books so much <laughs> that they're writing their own stories around them it's, it's brilliant I, I don't even know how to like rationalize that that readers like it that much it must be a sort of out-of-body experience yeah, almost <laughs> like they're just it, it's crazy it's <laughs> absolutely amazing like I've only been in the world for like so I think it was when did I start so my book Lupine came out in July or June and um so I I only started working in the world like in maybe April time so like it's kind of all happened yeah. very fast and they don't they only had one series before um so like they had Jules Cafe um and so it's really just taken off like crazy and people love it I guess well you can't really go wrong with like a shared world in reverse stream though because there's so many characters and so many um so much depth to it that yeah you just can't go wrong how how did you get into the world did you sort of sign up or did um someone ask you so did you I get the tap on the shoulder exactly <laughs> i think i i took part in an <laughs> anthology and i kind of just went on from there um because there was an anthology for like a snowman anthology where we all just put in a story for winter and uh Mia and Eva were running that and after that it kind of just happened but I'm 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 really glad that I did because I think um it's made such a big difference to like how writing can be a very solitary kind of stuck in your own bubble sort of thing you lose you lose yourself in the writing and you just yeah um you forget that life is happening outside um, oh my god especially yeah. with lockdown yeah, it's I been, imagine it's just you literally feel like you're just closed off especially at the moment and so having other authors that are involved in your writing like down to like writing cameos with them and stuff so like you're sharing your your chapter with them and saying oh I'm adding your character here what do you think of this line and like all those little discussions make yeah. it so much more more uh, more engaging and, and fun and just alive I guess <laughs> what's so great about the indie romance community is it does seem to have this like collaboration even with people writing stuff and teaming up to do stuff yeah. have you ever done sprinting yeah with so as well? I've I'm, heard that's a thing sprinting groups and we just like <laughs> randomly message each other and say anyone writing and then we we'll, like write together for a little while and it really <laughs> helps to like speed it up because I can get so distracted 
like yesterday I was supposed to be writing and I just kept checking other things instead and I was like oh I'm meant to be writing oh I'll do this oh I'm meant to be writing oh I'll do that (laughs) but if you've got someone who's sprinting with you you know that 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 20 minutes or that 10 minute slot you have got to focus because you've got to be accountable and you've got to give them your number afterwards of how many words and it's very embarrassing if you haven't got very many Yes, don't get don't. They're all very kind about it, but like we're always, it's always quite funny because there's usually like one of us is like, well, I only got such and such. I only got like 160 because the dog wanted out, or or the child did this, or someone will say something completely else, and and you think to yourself, I'm so glad it's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of it must yeah the support it must be great. Um, but yeah, so before we talk about other romance books what's your favorite book out of the silver springs world that you've written if you or if you're are you completely silver springs outside minded at the moment world that i've written let's think i well it's a bit difficult to say because there's a few like i I would say i like different ones for different reasons so like cursed by the crown i like because it's got um kitsune's in it and i absolutely well, this is this exactly. is going back to the discussion <laughs> about animal, definitely, and I absolutely adore them. So, like that one's quite, um, well, anything with any foxes in it, and I'm there. I'm like, I love this. Um, and then, like, first snow is, <laughs> is sweeter, and it's very um, quite emotional, I guess. Um, so they're probably my favourite reverse harems. As for like non-reverse got like these patients that keep popping up and I don't can't go and go away <laughs> um I um as, as <laughs> non-reverse serene I would have to say oblique December because I love the opening scene it doesn't matter how many times I've written other things or or whatever like um it all starts with the main character Ella being late for work and um her boss is like, well, why are you late? And he's 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 obviously fit. Like, well, he's just hot. <laughs> and um, and yeah. they're in the middle of a meeting, and she's she's <laughs> got to come up with a reason for why she's late. And he knows that she's going to lie out the back of her teeth and come up with something completely off the wall. And she doesn't know that he knows that she's lying. So she's trying to think of something. And the first thing that comes out of her mouth is, "My dog ate a condom." <laughs> and it's just a classic <laughs> well it's not classic exactly, yes. it's a bit like dog it, like, I mean. but way worse <laughs> so then you have <laughs> I mean it's yeah because I, I read that because I sort of I, I don't know I feel like I just say like, oh I just love the idea of these that's stories really. no that that made me giggle so dog ate my <laughs> and condom and then you've got all these other like, characters really? saying, I wasn't used and where you need to learn to stash your condoms better and <laughs> and like and all the inappropriate things that you can imagine people saying and she's just shrinking into herself thinking oh my god my mouth gets me into so much trouble it's just it's just that moment when you're thinking oh for god's sake exactly. if i hadn't said that it's like it i need to either fine. learn to lie be better fine. and come up with lies that are believable or i need to stop lying altogether <laughs> never never stop lying lying is um well no lying is not good but when it gets you into situations like that it's quite amusing (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
fun thing I can oh, tell from your writing is you just yeah. like have fun I know, I, with it. If you can't laugh at that something, just... then uh, it's kind of a bit disappointing. Because I mean, some I, I like writing about. <laughs> that's such a that's such an English understatement. Too, not being able to laugh <laughs> True, about it. Like if you can't laugh, you're just like bored out your skull. But um, I don't know, like. Yeah, exactly. Well, Taking why would life you do that? Like, that would be just dreadful. And it's it's like sarcasm. Like you you deal with so so much rubbish every day, probably. And then you at some point you've just got to say enough's enough. It is what it is. But you've got to, one has to be so careful with sarcasm. I've got myself into so much trouble with sarcasm that's, before. That's, it's just it's just been that's too one dry. Of the I've and people about, think you're um, serious about working with like so many authors from around the world as well because. I will be very British in the things I'll say and, and I'll make a joke that I know a British person would be <laughs> laughing hysterically at and they're all like, what? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, that was funny. I was joking. <laughs> and they're like... It's like it, it's it, like, just, it, it, like, it goes flat and you're like, I know I was funny. Everyone else around me would have laughed. Everyone in this entire county, they would have laughed. <laughs> Whole of England would have laughed, but not you. <laughs> It's, it's, it's not your fault that <laughs> exactly. you don't understand humour. It's, it's, it's just fine. bizarre. Like, I think every, every country has their own set humour. And um, sarcasm is very British. Like, you, I don't think there's any... I don't think there probably is another country that is quite as sarcastic as us, but we really do take it to the extremes. Quickly, what are your favourite romance books? And I say quickly because I sort of... I, I just wanted to talk about Ember and Silver Springs and the whole collection that's coming up. But I do want to know what kind of books you're liking at, liking at the moment. So at the moment, and, yeah. I've just finished listening to an audiobook, actually. Um, I don't, have you watched on Netflix, um, Bridgerton? Well, I've been listening <laughs> to the audiobooks. And I, I, feel, I feel like Bridgerton is paving the way as well. It's like when my colleagues started talking about Bridgerton I was like yeah come on Bridgerton okay we'll get the Regency romance and then suddenly it'll be like start with Regency end with that, the Grass Harim I'm all great. for we'll that, get that all would on be that like next. the most amazing thing ever <laughs> <laughs> it's Bridgerton is absolutely incredible like and the way they've the way they've done the next Netflix um series is fantastic too like it breaks so many barriers with like racism and stuff like I mean <laughs> The queen, the queen's not white. It's amazing. <laughs> I think that's what I really like about Shonda Rhimes. I can't remember. I was chatting about this with her, someone the other day, and they were saying, "Yeah, she just casts whoever's best for yes, the role, which definitely. is exactly and how Simon it is be. so hot. It's like, oh my god, just especially dying. in the scenes. <laughs> he is like, absolutely gorgeous. And <laughs> so I've just read um, the second book in the series. Well, listen to it. Um, the second book in the series. And it's about her older brother Anthony, Anthony, and he he is hot too. Like I didn't oh. in, like in the series. I was like, oh, he's all right. But now I'm like, yes, he is my favorite. <laughs> so what 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 there is audio? They're really like? good. They're completely them? different to the um to the Netflix series, but they're I guess it's partly because they're getting more information into the into those episodes. So like, there's bits from back history from the other books getting put in as well so it's a bit round a bit different but um it's absolutely incredible like you listen to it and it's it's just like being transported into another world uh 
Because I can imagine it being almost, I don't know, for the average romance reader, quite difficult to read. No, do you know, it's, it's, it's that, so that, weird. Like, so unfair I'm, I've always liked historical um, romance, um, but it's different. I would say it's it's not as hard to read as, like, Jane Austen. It's got... Obviously not. I mean, I remember reading yeah. Jean Plady when I was sort of younger and stuff like that, but no, it's, sort of, it's obviously not it's so the same much as... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Like there, is, there's words that you have to think to yourself. I don't actually know what that means. But then there's like almost an explanation in the way, in the next sentence. So it's not like they give a definition, but they just they mm. describe it a bit better. So there's um, there's so much more. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain just how amazing they are. Um, and also like the sex scenes are actually really good. I was surprised. <laughs> Are they? Because that's because I mean that's sort of I'm not I'm not doubting a romance reader's intelligence. We are Definitely. very intelligent, and we should not be doubted. But um, it's more hmm. just there's the the anxiety. I don't know if you've heard about anxiety. It's when someone gets twenty percent in, and they're like, yeah, had sex yeah, yet. no, getting anxiety um, about this. They actually, yeah, they're, they're a bit slow to get to that point because obviously, I guess they're supposed to wait till marriage. But um, there's it's weird I don't know there's something about that kind of era where a woman would be completely overwhelmed just by someone touching their bare skin like so a guy a guy kisses your wrist like the inside of your wrist and it's like overwhelming whereas now we're just like exactly slow burn in a way it's It's kind of just the build up I would say it's definitely slow to get to the good sex but it's all the way through it there's that build up so it's okay um yeah, so I really enjoyed them, and I've been I've been doing a bit of a. I, just, I have this habit of loving TV series it's so much that I have to read the books, and a lot I pride myself that nine times out of ten I've already read the book before I read a TV before I watch a TV series, but yeah, I don't always. And um, I've I read, I watched Discovery of Witches the first series last year, and. And it's so good. Oh, that's so good <laughs> and, um, as well. So last year I decided I'd read the book. <laughs> and I'd read the first book and I'd read half of the second one and then I had stopped. And so because I knew the second series was coming out, I thought I need to finish that book. And so I've, I've in the last few weeks I've finished um, the, f- the second half of the second book and the third book as well. And I read the third book is like my favourite. It's like so amazing. Oh, you've just completely added. I, I say like, this is going to sound quite dumb of me, but I hadn't realised Discovery yeah. of Witches had books as well. Oh God, that's so awful. But it's it's, it's very different TV, TV to like the sort of books it's, I would normally choose to read because it's very heavy on the information. So like, because she's a historian, right? So she writes very... Yeah. Well, she puts in so much information into every part of the story. Um, so it's the sort of thing that you probably want to read when you're it's probably the perfect thing to listen to on audio and kind of be like drifting off to sleep to listen to because um, like you you'll need to give it quite a lot of attention but at the same time you won't want to like you're not going to be sat there on tenterhooks all throughout it like some of it isn't a tenterhooky <laughs> at all but like but the, the some of it is absolutely <laughs> incredible and I um I really did love it like the concept of going back in time and the whole idea of what she is and who who they are and the idea of witches and vampires having children and doing any of that stuff is amazing so it was very cool 
Shakespeare witches and um, the Bridgerton books. Yeah, God, I've forgotten Bridgerton. Um, <laughs> Bridgerton. They're all traditionally so published feel, books, though. So yeah. I, I think I think Bridgerton books are, just, are traditionally published. Don't hold me to that because I'm not 100 percent sure. So I really should give like a couple of indie ones, right? Because that would be wrong of me not to. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, you don't have to. I mean, I think on the last episode, we had... Like, you can't go wrong classics, with the classics, can you? Long classics. And the, so and classics are like the building blocks of no, what yeah. indie um, publishing is. Because they were all done in serial, which is kind of cool. That's so true, actually. Definitely. It's so true. It's it is very paved true. the way. They're, they're the so. reason we are where we are. It's people like Jane Austen. It's all it's people like Jane Austen. <laughs> and Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, Jane Austen, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, so what I really, yeah, what I really do want to talk about is sort of Ember. Because, yeah. I mean, that's a week it away, is, which is so really exciting. exciting. I actually can't wait. Um, I'm like, giddy with excitement. And how's it going? Is it all Not sort of quite edited? Is it kind of ready yeah, to go out? There's I mean, a few how, little minor I'm, bits that need fixing, and um, but it's close enough. It's nearly there. I'm so behind. The, the last year, 2020 was the year of being... <laughs> constantly late and I told myself 2021 would be better and it hasn't been <laughs> true that is very true under pressure <laughs> I'm so. going to hold that one in <laughs> <laughs> there is, it's, it's been really fun to write though and um there's definitely some yeah. funny moments in it and um people need to watch out for the naked neighbor because he's quite hot um <laughs> Is he, is he God, based wish. on anything in the <laughs> I wish I had a neighbour like that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I would love, I would love a neighbour like that. Literally, she comes in the house before she's even like moved in. She's like, it's an apartment building, it's not even a house. And she's like walking down the corridor looking for where she's meant to be moving into. And out comes this guy in a towel and he's literally just standing there with this tiny towel and just dripping wet, yeah. <laughs> and like, just dripping. And, and and is, just... That's not the only time she sees oh. him naked. And he's not even in her harem. <laughs> he's just always naked. <laughs> my, my, my alpha readers are like... He's just always naked. How how exactly. how how does her harem like deal with that? <laughs> or are they quite chill? <laughs> and, and so um, my, my alpha readers were like, I'm beginning to think you like... like exhibitionist Hanley and I'm like hmm it doesn't seem like it in this book <laughs> I was like maybe <laughs> does she does she have any Doesn't exhibitionist maybe, scenes maybe in her harem maybe that's what's going <laughs> <laughs> definitely maybe, maybe maybe that's a last minute addition <laughs> Oh uh, no! I was I love the mentions of um, Amber when I was reading Winter, but oh, it's I was reading it today because it obviously came out today, and I was just thinking, well, Zoelle, well, she's Zoe brilliant, isn't is, she? She's she's great. Uh, just <laughs> she's just yeah. I just I don't know. I just I just enjoyed I just enjoyed reading her. I just really enjoyed just being in that world. And I think this is, yes. I absolutely love Zoe. I think brilliant. Everything I've read so far. So I haven't actually had a chance to read the whole book yet because um, being so busy with Ember, I've just not had a chance yet. But like what I have read, I have loved. And I just, (laughs) no matter how much we talk about them and like we're all talking away about our characters, 
like me is just coming up with all these crazy ideas and I'm like that's amazing <laughs> that is absolutely incredible <laughs> and like and she's like are you sure and I'm like yeah you're amazing <laughs> <laughs> no I'm yeah oh what's your favorite book of Mia's sorry I know we're circling back but I'm sort of just like this is this is just getting into the Silver Springs world because there are obviously yeah. so many authors out there. I'm just out of so God's sake. Probably, yes, yeah, definitely. Like, all these oh my goodness. And so I now. probably have to go with Violet just because who doesn't love the idea of a granny har- harem? Like, <laughs> that's just weird. <laughs> so that was, um, that was me and book for the Spell Library series. And the old lady librarian in town um, ends up with her own little group of guys. <laughs> there is, it is worth noting that um, the main character isn't actually the old lady, but uh, I probably shouldn't give too much away. <laughs> but um, but it is, it's just bizarre. It's just absolutely crazy. <laughs> like, but they're all like that. I can't even explain how many weird ideas come out in all these books. Like, I just, I just can imagine that. So when I was sort of reading it, and obviously just like having things about it, it's like I could just see all of you sitting around talking about these characters and just being like, "Okay, I've made it weird. <laughs> How can I make so it like, weirder, but like more wrote, amusing?" Um, a few of us, there's like five of us. I think we we wrote um, five or six, six of us. Um, so me, Mia, um, Eva Delaney, uh, Jules Arthur, Elena Gray and um Josie so um Je- you all know as J-E Clooney but like I think it's spelled pronounced Clooney I hope I like, pronounced that right That'd be yeah terrible, wouldn't it? <laughs> and um so like six of us wrote a book <laughs> called Love Bloom which is the book that technically started all the drama in series two and um I have never read anything so weird like as I was writing as I was I was reading like this chapter that someone else had written before me and I'd be like what the heck and then I'd add something to it and I'd be like what the hell have I just written (laughs) and afterwards I was like this is the weirdest thing I've ever written and then Mia and Eva were like this isn't the weirdest thing we've ever written (laughs) and I was like yeah this is a bit weird (laughs) I did read Love Blooms and I was just like (laughs) I haven't smoked or anything like that. This does, is this is definitely happening. I'm not like, imagining um, anything. From, um, uh, the um, Alice in Wonderland. It has that feel to it. Oh, in my um, <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> I completely agree. I mean, it's sort of just to explain it to anyone. I mean, if you haven't read Love Blooms, you should. It's just you'll just laugh, especially in January when it's so grey grim outside it's just a spark of joy um can a bunny shift the barista bear shift the mercenary a vampire playwright and a tiger shift the hellbent on proving his worth really helped save my kingdom i mean i'm sorry i think that's just one line completely (laughs) wacky insane and like you know we're going in this is not going to be normal it's going to be like nothing you've ever read it is just weird Do you want to talk a bit more about the other books yeah. um, in the upcoming Silver Springs? Yeah, I mean, so this, this one's called Silver Skates and Silver Springs, which has just opened up. Yeah. And um, they. There's an excellent scene. 
on the ice rink oh. in winter <laughs> if you haven't read it already <laughs> I haven't not but yet have, and, you, have um, you have you got up yeah, that yeah it's, it's one of those where you kind of think to yourself there's so many random things that you can do on an ice rink that people have never thought about doing especially when you throw yeah. sort of shifting into it <laughs> so, um... there's one scene in, in Ember that. where she has like a dream well it's basically a dream but it's like sex and um everyone's like I was saying like where's the weirdest places you can have sex and we're <laughs> in town and um and everyone was like coming up with ideas and someone said on the ice and I was like nope that's <laughs> fully gonna happen normally <laughs> I was like that just has to happen anyway <laughs> there has to be at least five jokes about having an icy bum <laughs> that's I mean, yeah, like, I mean, I mean, the girl would definitely be on top. I mean, no I'm sorry, it's just the, it's gentlemanly for those. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I was a fire kitsune, kitsune like um, Ember, because like at least for her, she wouldn't even feel the cold really. But that's not really the point. It's just yeah. gentlemanly. <laughs> it's just gentlemanly, and also I can imagine it just getting yeah, kind of definitely. <laughs> Damn, it would not be a normal, than normal situation at all. It would probably be like ice burn as well, like. So, like, it would probably be quite painful but I'm telling you I was like that's gonna happen that's anyway. so true <laughs> I do not mind if it is uncomfortable and they, someone will I think Holden Holden's a bit of a um a bit of a player and he's always been cheeky and coming out with like smart remarks and stuff and so it's always him who has to suffer <laughs> <laughs> so, so he'll be walking around with a sore <laughs> The Americans exactly. say going to be a smart ass about it. And then... <laughs> this is it. But yeah, what so, do you really expect? The, the, it's it's going to be good fun because like, uh, there's so many different books and all the authors are so different in the way they write and what they write about and who they write about as well. Like it's it's um, the characters are very different. Yeah. Have you got anyone so new, new in the Silver so we've got We've got Jen Young. Jen, yeah, Jen that's, Fawn that's is yeah. writing and um, Jen De Young and, and then yeah. we've got who else is new? There's quite, quite a few. Callie Mann. Uh, yeah, she is. Yes. And then uh, she's writing Peppermint, isn't she? I'm sure there's more than three. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, M.R. Mastons. I think it's and a are they newbie like, authors or are I they think MR's only been writing for like less than a less than a couple of years. I'm not really sure how long exactly. And then some are quite established as well. So like there's it's quite a nice mix. And like the group when Silver Springs first started, it was all newbie or newbie authors. So like um Mia and Eva did it because they were new and they wanted to build a community around it to make it easier for themselves. And um so well not I think that's so lovely. And you know, I was going to ask how yeah. Silver Springs, because it's now yeah. sort of such and an it, established yeah. world. So it literally just um, me and Randall how it all started. And yeah. said about it to Eva and they, they went with it. And it was just because they wanted to get to know more authors and work with authors and, you know, learn from other authors and grow together, I think, which is such a nice idea. And it's, it's, it's kind of the community feel that we yeah. try and um, maintain. Like, it's it's not just that you're in a shared world and um you benefit from each other it's that you you care about the success of all the books you care about um what's going on with each other and you try and be supportive and 
by and large the community in general is so lovely and supportive so it's really nice that there's a sort of pocket where it's even more supportive you've got your friends I can't imagine being in a another world that's anything like it like they're just um it is it's very much like a little friendship group and everyone chats away and yeah it's nice it's really nice (laughs) can I ask this question or is this just going to cause drama um <laughs> what book oh, out gosh. of Silverstone? Maybe the most? Eva's because it's she's got she's doing like um I mean <laughs> I don't know how to even describe the words. Like she's doing like rector um shifters, which like sounds insane to me, but like how like the, there is just no word for that. Like you she's going to have dinosaurs in her book <laughs> like that's, that is, I just and it doesn't matter how I picture it and what I've heard or what I've seen is like of it so far I'm just like dinosaurs this is going to be fun <laughs> I was thinking when I was reading it because I was sort of just giving giving all of them a stalk and just thinking oh god I can't wait for this it's sort of a bit like you know how yeah. you have um a tv series yeah. and you're counting down the days till the next episode comes out. I was like, this is... Because in her hurry, she's got a penis snake shifter whose cock keeps slivering away. An octopus shifter who throws his dick at yes, people he likes. Some octopuses really do that. <laughs> a small pixie whose cock grows when he tells lies. A vegan necromancer who raises burgers from the dead so she can create an army of zombie cows. No cock here. Storm is Silver Springs first. This is madness. Where does like, this come from? Like, bloody I don't hell. get how her brain gets there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited about it. I think it's going to be so weird. <laughs> but um, Caffeine. I think I think you're right. I think she lives on. <laughs> I blame I blame Catherine. And, um, but yeah, the other one I'm probably looking forward to the most is probably Misty, um, by Tabitha. So Tabitha Barrett, she, I, <laughs> she sent us she sent a scene into the um into our little chat the other day, and I just could not stop laugh- laughing. I I can't possibly tell you what it was about because I would be that would be breaking the rules. But I can hon- <laughs> I can honestly say. I was sweating myself <laughs> laughing. Like it was, it was about sex. I'll tell you that much. But it wasn't like um, it was. It was about sex with someone who isn't one of her harem people. So it was. It was. It was bad sex. Like really, really, really bad sex. <laughs> and, and all the way through it, I was in stitches. <laughs> and I was just like, I've got to read that. Like, forget forget what happens with the harem. Like, I just need to read about the bad sex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, now now that you bring it up, I'm just thinking to earlier in our conversation when we're talking about everything being turned into oh Netflix shows. Imagine if Silver <gasps> Springs got a Netflix <laughs> contract, and just imagine if. Yeah, just imagine oh, that, that would be amazing. Acting out I, I would just crack up. I, that's that because that's the thing about Silver Springs. You spend all your time cracking up, like just non-stop laughing. And um, I could on a TV screen that would be like the best thing ever. Like every episode, you would just be laughing hysterically with like tears falling down your face. I think we need new comedy as well. I think, I think so someone too. needs to I think, get on I this. We need to get a petition going. I think you can actually make recommendations <laughs> to Netflix. I think so. I'm sure someone said that to me recently. Oh, can you? Well, I think Silver Springs Definitely. has um, a fairly large fan base. 
we could, we could get some I mean I was sort of asking some uh, friends in the community about if they had any questions and stuff like that and someone um <laughs> someone said <laughs> the readers still remember oh my the mafia battle they were star insane. release party I, I don't even know where the idea came from <laughs> I, I heard, I heard yes. Facebook got rather sort of jail We had, um, there with... was at least 20 uh, readers who ended up in Facebook jail because of the uh, event. And Team Cortez, yeah. It was Team so Rossi versus... The first, there's two mafias in my, in my, in the Lupine books. And um, the first one is uh, Lupine's parents' mafia. And when when the mafia come to town, they're all like, "You're our princess, bloody da di da." It's all crazy, <laughs> and she's all like, "Number one, I'm not a princess. Yeah, Number yeah. two, <laughs> you're the mafia. You have guns. Go away." <laughs> and um, number three, there are children here. <laughs> and then she's like, "You don't get the cookies. <laughs> behave, behave with decorum." <laughs> and then the second mafia comes to town and uh... Uh, cause even more problems. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounded like so, so much they had it to just like, sounded yeah just I think, like i think chaos, it was just they had to post chaos. and try and recruit people to their mafia so you ended up with people posting more than they were meant to and then they were like hating each other's comments and like and um posts and so so in the end i had to install new rules where it's like <laughs> you are not allowed to put an unhappy face on the other mafia's posts <laughs> And, and like you're not allowed to post too many times or facebook <laughs> will kill us and um and like they had they came they were making their own graphics and like and it was like crazy things like roddy kills all the children <laughs> and, like, and, and it was like no half of it wasn't even true it was just like things <laughs> that they decided uh it was <laughs> It's, but I mean, I mean, that's a pretty good slur. Rossi and then kills there was other ones like saying, <laughs> and then Ro- Rossi's ones were something like, "I, I, I can make your night." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm the real alpha. <laughs> and um, so yeah, like they, 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 it was just good fun, and they, uh, they had like these group chats where they were like having competitions and like getting prizes and talking about the books and. It was just madness. Um, I've never had an event like it. <laughs> it is just amazing the kind of how into things people get yeah. with it, which is just awesome, insane, and just amazing because it's like when you're talking about fan fiction, it's just they really do. So and people, like people, people so really like do get events, invested. Like part of what brought people in was that um, we'd just gone into the first lockdown, and so people were like devastated and at home and bored i think we would just been in well, we'd probably been in for a while but we were, we were in lockdown and um and everyone was just like i don't it was may that was it i wasn't june i was telling you all random dates earlier <laughs> and, um, and so it was in may and we were, people were just bored <laughs> and they just didn't know what to do with themselves they were trying to work from home but they were it, none of it was going well so in the end it was just what can you do oh we'll go and take part in a mafia war yeah. on facebook <laughs> i mean what else what else i mean it's sort of that's i think because we've been locked down that's why so many people have started writing but before i've but i was just wondering before we talk about that if what do you have any other projects coming up apart from i mean i'm I'm assuming ember's kind of so i have another time at the moment with february um it's like 
Yeah, it's it's part of the Elite series. So it's, oh, that's exciting. It's like a series of novellas, and they're quite short, but they're just a bit of fun, and I quite like them. A little bit, a little bit darker, but not like still not really dark at all because I'm not very dark as a person. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. I, I struggle <laughs> to like go there on an emotional level. So it's I would say it's like tettering on the point. Like he's he's obviously got major issues, and he's of he's very dark in his character, but he's not. I wouldn't say he like forces her to do stuff or anything like that. I, I, there's like a line that I won't cross, um, I, I guess. No, can't do you're that. Not, you're not going into the world of non-con <laughs> and dab-con and all that. <laughs> I, I've, I've read stuff before and I thought, it's okay to read, but I just, I don't think I, could, I couldn't write it. Um, but yeah, so that, that's happening. And then <laughs> we've also got Into the Dark, the anthology coming in the summer. And I'm hoping to release 12 books this year, if I can do it. Uh, last year, I released 11, which was incredible. But um, yeah, it was it was insanity. Like, they, they weren't all crazy. Well, it was a couple of bonus books and stuff like that. But like, um, I would like to do 12 this year. Because once that's kind of like the goal. Once you've done that, you're you're like, yeah, okay, I can keep doing that now. Um, so that's. I mean, would you sort of if you do write twelve this year, say twenty twenty two, would you be like, right, the world's going oh, back gosh, to normal? No, no I'd have bit. to keep keep it can up. Once, calm I've, down. once I've achieved the goal, I have to stay at it. So I'd probably end up be like, right, I'm going to write twelve again. <laughs> it's just in the, it's just insanity, but like I'd be like, yes, I'm going to do it, and I I, I don't know. I'm not really sure. I've I've been telling myself to try and write write twelve books for probably the last three years, and I've not managed it yet. So if I manage it, it will be quite the feat. But um, so another project I have going on is my newsletter. I as of today, actually, I started a story in my newsletter. So it it's pretty cool. And so I love that. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like the serial writers. Exactly. Of, yeah, you're basically <laughs> Laura Jane Greenwood Austen. said that she did it. And <laughs> she said that her fans loved it so much and it, she's enjoyed doing it with them. And so I was like, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to see what happens. I mean, romance readers are insatiable. You you throw, it's like chucking exactly. meat to a wolf. You chuff <laughs> exactly. a little bit. And then you I, was like, I like literally more. just wrote the first thing. We want more. And like, I was like, <laughs> I'm just gonna send it <laughs> I like gave it like a brief edit as well and like so it wasn't completely riddled with spelling mistakes but I, I literally was just like I'm just gonna send it and see what they say and so so I'm I, I'm waiting on responses I haven't the day yeah yet. I'm too scared <laughs> I'm sure they loved like, it I'm sure so what, what's the song premise what's called the premise I'm sure. by um Clara May Say a fuck boys. Definitely want you to use your magic on. <laughs> so, so I don't know. It's like this ghost who's like telling her she shouldn't do stuff. And, uh, all the while she's like making these bad decisions. So she's um, so she does this spell, and now at the end of the scene, she's about to go to bed, and she's like, "I'm going to just forget about him and live my life." And next week we'll find out what the consequences are. Because <laughs> I imagine if you randomly decide that you're going to forget someone, there's going to be some pretty hefty consequences. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's, so if it's in your newsletter so how often um, does your newsletter go out so it's like regular updates yeah. well that's <laughs> just keep it going lovely um and I was just thinking um because it's sort of lockdown people have had time to write so what sort of advice would you give to anyone who's 
started writing entered the <laughs> entered the um, self-publishing so world i would say be brave because uh when you write a book you put your heart and soul into it and even when you're writing something silly like like the silver springs books that are a little bit funny and silly the reality is you put something of yourself into it and who you are and so it can be really intimidating when you first show that to the world but I would just say have courage because your words have value and you shouldn't let them be hidden that would be what I said yeah no that's so true <laughs> I love that that's really beautiful I just, I, no it really is just yeah, the thing is to, you can make so yeah, many mistakes when you start people, and you yeah. really can like I know I made mistakes when I began and I think everyone does but you have to learn from it and so like the biggest thing is knowing that yes I've written something and yes I want to share it and being courageous in how you do it and if you can do that and if you bring people on board with you who know maybe a bit more than you do and maybe have some experience that you don't have and ask them for advice you can't really go wrong like every failure is just an is just a success waiting to happen yeah exactly like it's just just a learning curve from it and it you learn something that will transform a later something as well so like you can't really go wrong like I won't worry (laughs) (laughs) did you I don't I can't remember if we talked about this sorry that's awful um did you when you first started how it was five years ago five years ago in 2015 god yeah, oh God, it's, it's crazy, 2021, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> I started when I was 25, and I'm now I'm I'll turn 31 in March, so it's like, what? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's been a really weird experience. I would say like the first couple of years, I didn't really know what I was doing, and I was still working like full time, and um, I was like very busy, and so it just I didn't make time for it. Whereas in the last couple of years, it's really taken off and been pretty fun it sounds like it's been yeah so much fun and it's sort of I feel like yeah it's definitely. changed a lot over the last five years as well I don't know the whole but uh, yeah where do you see yourself with in more five books. years <laughs> <laughs> more books more characters more guys to fall in love more with. books <laughs> and writing yeah. writing oh my gosh writing that would be insane books. I would probably be in in a, yeah. to write 24 books in a year <laughs> They could, they could they could they could be novellas <laughs> um and then one last thing because I've almost forgot to ask you this but I'm Ooh, so glad I so didn't so um, who would be in your harem Theo James because he is really fit yeah um obviously Ryan Reynolds Theo James <laughs> Mr Darcy because <laughs> who does I mean, I was going to be Mr. Darcy. I'd actually probably take Mr. Thornton as well from um, North and South because I love him as well. And who else? I feel like I should have another person. Have you watched the? Oh my god! Yeah, the film. What is the actor's name? He's gorgeous. Oh, Mr. Wait, Thornton, not South. He is Mr. Thornton. Richard Armitage. 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 I can never say his name. <laughs> That's it. Armitage. He is, he is gorgeous. Like seriously, like, <laughs> you just look at his face and you melt. Um. So him as well. 
and you're just like I just keep on looking (laughs) stay here and look at his face he doesn't even have to be talking just standing there (laughs) yes definitely he just just can stand and look he's absolutely it's not that hard yeah you can't really go wrong there definitely yeah yeah no so 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 four no you can't yay I'm yeah, four. That. That's four. more than that. You happy? You happy with four? Selfish. <laughs> I have to <laughs> save some for the other ladies in the world. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just going to yeah, sort of wrap this up, and then we'll yeah. So yeah, thank, thank you for having me. For coming to the PTA. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the PTA. I very much hope you enjoyed it and I can't wait to announce next week's guests this weekend. In the meantime, please stalk Hanley Bradley and sign up to her newsletter. And of course, please rate, review and subscribe.